Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. When it comes to New Year's resolutions, I really just have this list of things that I say to myself each and every end of every year that I know that I'm going to start doing at the beginning of each new one. And then what ends up happening is that I sit there and start them in the beginning for about a month and a half. And then somehow I just stop and don't. And then I get to the end of the year that year and think to myself, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why can you not follow through? December 31st, 2019. Listen, it was like any typical New Year's Eve celebration. You're out at a packed, crowded gay bar. You paid way too much for cover. You're totally drunk and mere moments away from the stroke of midnight and just ready to launch and celebrate all of the New Year's resolutions that you had planned in your mind, all of the craziness that's about to happen and erupt in that moment of 2020. We're just waiting for all of that to just come Full circle. And as you're sitting at that packed, crowded gay bar again, mere moments away from the stroke of midnight, looking for a guy, you know, any cute guy, any cute guy that, well, maybe is just, just drunk enough to possibly make out with you at that stroke of midnight to ring in the new year and celebrate 2020. But here's the thing, you guys, I don't think any of us fucking realized what we were about to encounter in that year of 2020. And as I actually reflect back in that drunken stupor on that night in 2019, on December 31st, those very last moments of wrapping up that year, I can't believe that we just had no fucking clue what was about to take place literally mere months later. You guys, I don't know about you, but 2020 was probably hands down the most fucked up year for me. I mean, aside from the fact that we had to actually just be completely bored and miserable and depressed and just can't do anything social, can't go out anywhere, can't go to work, can't like have any sort of physical touch with any other human being, unless you were one of those 
you know, amazing couples that was lucky enough to be quarantined with your significant other, which I so wasn't. I was fucking quarantined with my roommate, which that in itself was an entirely and completely different story. And I just literally wanted to kill him by the time I was ready to go back to fucking work. But that being said, I think that 2020 really did its like mental fuck me over in my head. And I don't really think that I saw it in those moments. But as I sit here and reflect, as we segue into this brand new year of 2023, it's literally taken me this fucking long, you guys, to drag my fucking ass out of that deep, dark 2020 depression. And even 2022, there were things that happened that I just really couldn't figure out how to maneuver through. So this year, I decided that I'm going to put most of that negative bullshit behind me and focus on how I could possibly celebrate 2023 with a new year, new Ronnie. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's explore that list of all the different New Year's resolutions that I plan on implementing here in 2023 that will create that moment of New Year, New Ronnie. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host, popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just has every intention of professing all of the New Year's resolutions that it plans to keep to all of its friends, but really, it just never follows through. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to officially just kind of decide that you're so fucking sick of this repetitive, like, I say that I'm going to do shit every single year. I say that I'm going to make these resolutions every single year. I say that I'm going to change myself every single year. And every single year, I just don't. (laughs) And what that means for me in this moment and how 2020 really just opened my fucking eyes to a lot of the dark shit that I've really just been maneuvering through these past few years and how I've officially decided that now that we're sitting here at the cusp of 2023, that it's really just time for me to move on and fix so many different things in my life and all the reasons why and so many things that I haven't really talked about on the show, you guys, will be revealed this week. You'll get the dark side of Ronnie Washburn. (laughs) So 
as we also segue into a new year, I want to go over a list of things that most of which in my life are really fucking major in regards to what I'm going to do to create this moment where I say to myself, you know what? It's just time. New year, new Ronnie and officially fully follow through. And why I've decided that this year's the time to actually make that a thing that I fully execute as opposed to years past when I just say that I will, but never follow through. And what is your New Year's resolution this year? I really just want to know. So this week I asked a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners, that very question in the Yorge Expose segment. So we'll get some of those answers this week. But first, before we actually go to the gym and realize that we just paid way too much money for this subscription, and this is probably the last time that you will ever show up for a session, but continue to still pay every single month. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose. The segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck, God, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. What was I even trying to fucking say there? Ugh, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. <laughs> okay, so I guess I should have already known that this was going to happen. But, you know, the numbers are in, you guys. And last week's expose, Lights, Camera, Sex Tape, where we really just focused completely and entirely on porn, was a fucking runaway slam dunk success. <laughs> And breaking my gay expose podcast records as we speak, of course, because really the reasons why, because it's about porn and all of you out there listening, you're fucking dirty bastards and I love it. <laughs> but I actually, it's so funny, you guys. Uh, so, you know, I kind of talked about a couple ep exposes ago. There's been this whole back behind the show thing going in the Yorge expose segment lately between this whole like Kevin and Daryl face off where it's like whenever Kevin and Daryl answer on the re-expose segment, they're fucking funny as shit. And literally, I can barely get through recording their answers without laughing my fucking ass off. And so, you know, it's been going on for several weeks now. But what's been happening is lately we've been kind of recording around the Christmas slash New Year's season. And I feel as though Daryl has been a little busy and he hasn't been as quick to answer my requests as he had been in the past. And so last week he wasn't, he didn't make it in time. He like, he answered me, but it was like the show was already produced and already like published and it was out there. And so he missed the mark on that one. But I actually wanted to read his answer because it's so, not only is it funny, but it's actually bringing up a point that I actually 100% completely forgot to bring up last week. So for that reason, I just want to read it for you right now. So Daryl said last week to the question, which I asked, what is your preference, 
amateur porn, or studio production style porn, and why? So Daryl's answer was uh, late, by the way, but as follows. Amateur, it's hot. Seeing a bottom actually get railed, then in production where everyone is staged and a little bit too gentle. <laughs> True that. He continues, seeing someone really get DP'd is so hot. Just slide it in and the bottom loves it because it feels so good. A production makes it seem like every bottom or top should just be able to DP like it's normal. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, you guys, I actually did forget to bring up double penetration in porn. It is very true. And it really opened my eyes to the idea that now that I think about it, whenever you see a double penetration situation happen in an amateur porn, it's really very that. That bottom has absolute fucking terror written all over his face while he's screaming out in pain. And he's fucking taking it like a champ. And that is real life. In production style porns, it's like he just feels like he just knows what he's doing and he's done it a thousand times, which he probably hasn't. And oftentimes one of the top's dicks like kind of bent and isn't going in all the way. And it's just, it's not as near as hot or even believable, to be honest. So thank you, Daryl, for bringing up that very important and valued point in the <laughs> porn world. And honestly, I forgot all about double penetration movies. That shit, double penetration, you guys, is one of the hottest fucking things to me, I have to say. And that is actually slated to be the entire topic for a future expose. So we'll get into that in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. But you guys, listen, I just want to say, if you haven't had a chance yet, I need you to take a look at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. And there you'll find the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear, with all of the pieces now available for purchase. So what are you waiting for? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now and get your piece, your classic and just outlandish and overly like over the top spoken piece of Bossy Power Bottom Wear and wear it and rock that shit at your next pride or gay event. You know you want it. Check it out now. Everything's going off the shelf like hotcakes. And I'm so fucking excited. So see what all the fuss is about and check it out now. And one last thing before we segue into the rest of this week's expose, I just want to remind you once again, please, please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Links in the show notes, links in all of my social media bios, links in all of my websites, all of everything that has Ronnie Washburn related to it. If you just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. We're now in 2023, you guys. I'm just months away from trying to reach my goal of raising $5,000 for the most incredible fucking event that I have ever been a part of in my life. So what are you waiting for? Donate to my AIDS life cycle journey now. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a 
Ugh, let's get this shit together and move forward. Finally, this year, and do it all year long. Themed undertone first. Let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What is your New Year's resolution? Or what is on your 2023 gay vision board? <laughs> and why? And explain. So let's get some of those responses now. Roberto says, be under 140 and not skip my gym schedule. Michael says, focus more on working out because I want to be in the best shape of my life before I'm 40. Also, I want to reduce my debt because I want to be more financially stable. Kyle says, I've never actually made any. I've always been in the mind that if you want to change something, it takes a little motivation outside of that kind of context. Ooh, that is a good point. <laughs> okay, but I'm still making New Year's resolutions, just FYI. <laughs> Brayden says, taking a dump. <laughs> this is a clear answer from a friend who basically is telling me with this answer that he just doesn't want to answer, which means he probably has a lot of fucking shit to work on. So fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Walter says, <laughs> I want to shave my butthole in the new year because I might bottom. <laughs> That's a new year's resolution if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Ali says, Okay, so my biggest one is no more dating apps in 2023 because I think that it will encourage me to go meet people in the wild where I can quickly get a feel for their personality instead of spending a bunch of time swiping and messaging only to find that they are boring when you meet them in person. Of course, if you're into hookups, I think the apps are still very effective, but I'm trying to find a relationship. So I'm going to put effort into doing things where I have a chance of meeting people in real life instead. <laughs> well, Allie, I have to say, welcome to gay dating, even though you're a straight heterosexual female. <laughs> oh, she's so right, though. It really is very that. Like, even when you go to the extent of really getting to know somebody via text before you actually meet them in person, you're almost always like just completely slapped in the face with disappointment when you meet them finally. <laughs> it's so true. Meeting people in the wild. Yeah, you know, honestly, most of my most successful like interactions and relationships have been when I meet people in the wild. Maybe I should put that on my fucking list. <laughs> Jason says, even though this sounds so cliche, I just need to get back in to the gym, but I probably won't. <laughs> Michael number two says, find a man. 
My straight brother Ryan says as follows, I'm not a resolutions person because if you're going to make changes in your life, you just would. You wouldn't wait for a magical date. That's why so many New Year's resolutions fail. But since that's not funny or entertaining for your show, my New Year's resolution is to drink, fuck, and eat more this year. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Dorinda says, Whew, this is a lot. Like, this is a lot of shit to unpack in therapy, I have to say. You guys, this is my best friend in the whole fucking world. And she knows this question's for the show, so I'm just going to read it and let you know all the reasons why this is a very good goal-oriented 2023 gay vision board to have in your life. <laughs> Get in shape to be healthy overall. Get my hormones in balance. I've been in a rut for years where I don't feel sexy or pretty anymore. Side note, she is fucking gorgeous, you guys. Trust me. She's just saying that. But I get it. You have to do some shit for yourself. I get it. I get it. She continues. I need to get that back. I need to go on vacation with my bestie because we haven't done so in over 16 years of friendship. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to plan a vacation together because we realized, like, holy shit, we've never done a trip together. So we're all of that. Well, girl, maybe that'll be our 2023. What, I should put that fucking shit on my list, too. <laughs> Oh, she continues to say, invest in my future, whether that be a new job, retirement, etc. And most importantly, get the fuck over my ex. Heal from that trauma and finally let go of the love I hold on to. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll probably go into all of this shit when she's interviewed on my show, you guys. So I'm not going to unpack any of that stuff, but... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of this stuff that I have in my life that we'll talk about that I really need to fix in 2023. And that is on my 2023 gay vision board. So we'll get into a little bit more in depth in that in this week's expose. Daryl says, I guess I would want to be a little bit more open minded to new things. But I tried that last year and well, it was interesting. <laughs> you guys, Daryl literally is the most open-minded individual that I fucking know to date to a place where I actually suggested to him that we do our own podcast and see who's more vanilla in certain situations each and every week. Now, honestly, I feel like that is like such an amazing fucking podcast idea. So nobody steal it because I might use it later. But he is literally that person who is the most blunt, direct, open-minded to God only knows what. Uh, just use your imagination. <laughs> so Daryl continues. So I guess this year I'll have to be a little bit more vanilla. <laughs> and just say I'll do my best to try bottoming. <laughs> He's such a dumb top, you guys. This is so stupid. The other resolution would be to spend more time in the gym. And when he says the gym, you guys, I know him well enough to know that he's not talking about working out in the gym. He's talking about bottoming in the gym in a very vanilla way. <laughs> oh my God, if you only knew. <laughs> Kevin says... <laughs> 
of all, this shit is coming from somebody who called me the fucking Castro slut a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh my God, this, oh my God, I can't with this shit. Okay, Kevin says as follows, I want to fuck more dicks this year than I did the year before. <laughs> Spoken like a true fucking Castro slut. <laughs> As usual, all of these answers are just one big giant cluster fuck of really just all over the place. It's really so much fun, you guys, to get everybody's individual perspective and viewpoint and just really get a feel for what people want to implement onto their 2023 gay vision board moving forward. <laughs> and good luck to all of you, and I hope that you follow through with all of it. And, you know, honestly, what about me? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of shit that I plan on, you know, putting on my 2023 gay vision board moving forward. So uh, we'll get into that right now. But if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose and you'll find out all the different things that i put on my 2023 gay vision board that make me take a step back and say to myself new year new ronnie guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. So every single year, I promise myself that I'm going to do a list of things that I consider to be New Year's resolutions or what I'd like to call my gay vision board for the year. <laughs> and honestly, like I give it a valiant effort at the beginning. I start off well for the first couple of months, but as the year kind of continues to maneuver through itself and I sort of get busy with like life. I think I sort of find every single excuse that I can think of to kind of stop doing the things that I'm trying so very hard to implement into my life to create a better Ronnie or a new year, new Ronnie. So for my 2023 gay vision board, you guys, this year I decided that it's just fucking time. 
And, you know, I have to say, I could just sit here and tell you all the different things that I'm going to do in regards to my New Year's resolutions and what is on that 2023 gay vision board for myself this year and just not follow through just like I've done every other year before. But, okay, so this year, what's different? What's changed? What's happened? Well, 2022, truth be told, has been the year for me where I really have just learned so fucking much about myself, about my business, about everything I need to sort of fix in my life. And some of the unhealthy patterns that I keep falling back into and just some of the reasons why I do some of the things that I do. And truth be told, just as a sort of disclosed in the opening story, I really do feel like COVID really just sucked me in back in 2020. And I don't really feel like I've ever been able to pull myself out. And you might be asking yourself, like, what the fuck do you actually mean by that? I mean, it's really very simple. You know, aside from us just getting to a place where suddenly our entire lives were just flipped upside down and we just really didn't know what to do and we were stuck indoors and we couldn't go out. We couldn't go to work. We couldn't be social. We couldn't even go to the fucking grocery store without waiting in a goddamn line six feet apart for up to an hour just to get like some broccoli and a fucking block of cheddar cheese. I mean, it was just such a huge fucking crazy mindfuck of just not knowing what is next and uncertainty and just really not understanding what we were going through. And, you know, as we did maneuver through this entire COVID journey and began to learn things and got vaccines and began to somewhat segue back into real life, I think that in my mind, I just really thought that like at the tail end of 2021 through 2022, that COVID was officially over and we were just moving on and I could just get my life back to the way things once were. But you guys, so many things happened throughout that 2020 and 2021 timeframe that I went through and that I created for myself that just really became so detrimental to myself. You might be asking yourself, but I just don't understand. I literally listen to your show every single week, and you sound like one of the most fun individuals that I know. (laughs) And you're absolutely fucking right. I am a good time. And socially, I have been told that I am the fucking life of the party, the Beyonce of the group, so to speak. But here's the thing, you guys. It's really just all a facade. Picture it like this. When... You're part of the royal family, for example, and I'm only using this as an example because I just watched that really fucked up documentary on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Have you guys seen that shit on Netflix? It's crazy what those two have gone through, but I'd like to compare my life to that. Sure, when I get on you know, the show and I start talking about life and gay topics and things that I'm passionate about, I am a lot of fun. And I have a good time. And obviously you have a good time too. Otherwise you wouldn't be coming back for more each and every week. But deep down in the dark like pits of my inner being, I am miserable. I am struggling with depression. I am struggling with so many different things that really mentally have fucked me up in the head. And my mental health 
from 2020 through to this moment, as I'm sitting here right here right now, has taken the biggest fucking plunge that I could ever say it has in my entire fucking life. And there's so many key contributing factors to this specifically, but I think mostly in part to the idea and the fact that I really just, I mean, social outings, hanging out with friends, going out on the weekends, just meeting friends for brunch, etc. Like all of those things are just vital things that I need in my life. Just big things that I like thrive on, that I live on. And when 2020 happened and that was no longer, I just didn't fucking know what to do. Honestly, looking back as I'm sitting here in this moment, I created this very, very show in 2020. And I think even though I may not have realized it in that moment, that might have been my cry for help. That cry for just trying so very hard to just find any way to reach out and be social and have others interact with me was really what I was trying to do, I think, initially when I decided to create this show. And thankfully, this show has just become the beaming light of success that it has now. And I am forever grateful for it. And moving forward with just so much growth and excitement and new shit coming soon and all of that bullshit, tie it up, wrap it in a bow. This show has been a huge positive thing in my life. But I think the reasons why I started it was because I was so socially deprived, because I didn't have the physical touch of friends and even grinder hookups and shit. You know, I just, I didn't know how to cope with that. So what did I do to sort of fix the way that I was feeling in that moment, that misery, that creep in of depression, so to speak. I just began to drink like everybody else, I think, did in lockdown, right? We all just fucking drank our fucking faces off because there was really nothing else to do. We didn't have to go to work. We didn't really have anywhere to go. Sometimes I wouldn't even fucking shower days and days on end because what's the point? You're just hanging out at home. You're just sitting there in that moment, going out into the kitchen, making yourself some food and realizing that this current moment of where it used to be you and your roommate having opposite work schedules and getting along cordially suddenly becomes a situation where you guys are on top of each other all the time. And you really just, even though you love each other, want to fucking kill each other. And just so many different things that sort of segued into my mental health. And I think it just took so long for me to finally realize that a lot of the bad habits that I picked up from that 2020 year are now bleeding in to my current life. And as far as my career was concerned, 2020 fucked that shit up so many different ways that I can't even express. And I think that that really just sort of contributed to my depression. You guys, before 2020, I was on my fucking riding high, getting all of these freelance gigs. I even got a fucking book deal. And when 2020 hit, the little privately owned company that like gave me the deal basically went under. And suddenly that deal that I was like given was no more. It was almost as if everything was like stripped away from me completely and entirely. And when you know, we had to go back to real life and we had to start working again. I sort of found myself back to square one as if I had to start over. I was accepting jobs just because I needed money, not because I wanted them, not because I liked 
them, not because I was passionate about what I was doing. I found myself going back into that same repetitive rut that I had just thought that I had left behind because the writing was going so well. And and now 2020 happened and it's all gone. It's like completely erased slate. I had to start all over again. And that fucked up my mental health in ways that I don't think I have to fully describe to you because I think you can honestly know that, at least for most of you, your career is like your like beating heart of life. It's something that you thrive on. It's something that you get off on in like a good percentage of what is a part of you as an individual. And when you have that completely stripped away from you and you're heading in an upward direction and then suddenly it's all gone and you have to go back and apply to restaurants again, it doesn't really help with your mental health. I don't think I have to go on about how that fucked me up in the head. And honestly, really just, I dove right back into hitting the bottles because, I mean, going into work every day and being miserable and asking people how they wanted their fucking eggs and they don't know how to answer the question and realizing that this is not for me. This is not what I'm here for. This is not what I want to do. Why am I here? Oh, because I have to pay rent, because I have to live, because I have to survive, not because I want to, but because I have to. And you guys, the depression, all the reasons why it just kept escalating and escalating. And as I continued to drink, I continued to gain weight. And I just had no clear direction of where I was going. I found myself in a rut. I literally found myself going to work, coming home, drinking my face off and passing out, going to work, coming home, drinking my face off and passing out, going to work, coming home, drinking my face off and passing out. And because I was drinking so much, that also heightened the depression all the more. And every single fucking time I recorded this show, it was like I was taking on an acting role. I was pretending that I was that person before 2020 began. And it was like, literally, I could probably win a fucking Academy Award of how I pulled it off because I'm pretty confident that all the friends and people around me had no fucking clue that I was in this deep, dark, like pit of depression. So what can I do to finally get myself out of that and pull myself out of that? You guys, 2022 made me realize that it is because of 2020 that it's just created all of these bad drinking habits, all of the things that I need to fix with my career, like just everything that I just need to finally fucking just get my shit together, stop procrastinating all of the things that I need to fix in my life, and just finally take that 2023 gay vision board and put all of these little fucking pieces together so that I can launch myself in a direction of new year, new Ronnie. So I'm going to tell you a list of all the different things that I plan on fixing about myself or just doing to create and enrich my life in 2023. So let's get that list now. First of all, I don't know what the fuck is my problem, but I've had health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance for the past like three fucking years. And, you know, I while I have been very adamantly diligent about my health specific, you know, checkups and making sure that I'm okay. And I I clean bill of health every single time. And I, I've had some issues with my feet and some 
x-rays and diagnoses and things of that fucking nature. And so things are going all fine and dandy in the realm of health. But you guys, I haven't had my fucking eyes checked since 2012. And it's just one of those things that I just keep procrastinating and putting off. And I have the fucking vision insurance. I could go get my eyes checked, get an exam, get glasses, get contacts, get all of it. And I really just need to get that shit done. I need to like, just stop coming home and drinking and not getting anything done in my life and just go fucking get a goddamn exam and get my fucking eyes done. Now my teeth, that's a completely different story. I don't really like to talk a lot about my teeth because it is a big insecurity of mine. You guys, I was born without enamel. So for those of you who might not be in the know, this is a condition where you basically don't have that little layer that protects your teeth. So what that means is I could brush and floss my teeth all day long, but my teeth just go as if I'm not doing anything at all, regardless of how much care and effort I put into them. And so the crazy part about this specific condition is I actually had a friend when I was telling them about it who told me that they looked it up and found that it is one in 14,000 people in this world that have this specific condition. And honestly, what's weird is I have met one other person that has this same condition. So it is a very fucking real thing. But here's the thing, you guys, because it is one in 14,000 that have this condition, the dentists, they don't know about it. But the thing is, is these dentists, they want to take you on because there might be a lot of work that needs to be done in your mouth, but they don't know what they're dealing with. And so what they end up doing is they take you on not knowing anything about this condition. And I have to say, I have had a lot of issues with dentists. You know, getting a dentist with me is like a relationship. Like I have to fucking trust you before I commit. And so having those first conversations about this condition and seeing them nod their way through those conversations and just knowing that they don't have any fucking clue, just like the guy before and the guy before and the guy before. And just realizing that that this is, again, let's just go through with it. No other choice. It just really, it sucks and it's hard. And so as a result, I don't go to the fucking dentist. And I think I just need to get my ass together find a fucking dentist and just get all of my fucking teeth fixed. Now, here's the thing, you guys, there's a lot wrong with my teeth, but I like, I'm capable of like kind of covering it up a little bit, so to speak. So you may not have noticed if you've interacted with me personally, but one of the conditions that I do have is that when you give me Novocaine and start drilling, I still feel it. Dentists don't believe me. This is a real fucking thing and something that I have struggled with my entire life. So as a result, I have this huge, overwhelming anxiety every single time I walk through a dentist's office. And you guys, so all of these things combined, I feel is just like one big excuse for me not to get my fucking teeth fixed. So I've just officially decided that this is the fucking year. I'm paying into dental insurance. I am getting my fucking teeth fixed. This year, I don't give a shit how much it costs. It is on my 2023 Gay Vision bored. (laughs) So that is, I just have to get those things. Like, it's just when I procrastinate for so long over years and years, I start to really start feeling guilty and I just have to get my shit together. It's just as simple as that. Eating healthy is something I really need to focus on this year, you guys. 
So my problem is, is that I think that because I am doing all of these crazy, like, you know, 15 mile runs and shit, like three to four days, sometimes five days a week. I'm, okay, not always 15. So anywhere between eight to 15 miles. And yes, this is extreme. And yes, I'm very proud of myself. And yes, this is something that I've been able to stick with over the course of the last few years and has been a very key contributor to a very positive thing in regards to my mental health. But you guys, I think I justify my major runs that I do constantly by me just telling myself that I can just eat whatever I want because I'm doing all these runs, right? But what I'm learning is as you get a little bit older, eating whatever you want doesn't always work. It doesn't always agree. And it. I just am finding it so much more hard to maintain my fucking body. And it's just the struggle is so fucking real. So for that reason, I'm just going to focus a little bit more on clean, healthy eating. No more dairy, no more like sugars, no more fats. Like I just, I'm going to treat myself every once in a while, but I'm definitely going to focus on a very like hardcore, like health driven eating regimen. I just have to, it's just time because you guys listen, I know that I'm capable of this body being all that. And I need dick just like everybody else, right? (laughs) So I'm going to do just that. Combine that with my runs. And just once I know I get to a place where I'm just loving my body, I will be in such a big, like, positive headspace that I just really feel I need in my life. Not for guys to get dick with, but more for me. I need it for my own personal self-confidence and just I have to. But on that note, speaking of eating healthy, I gotta stop drinking. You guys, listen, I know that I've talked about this shit so many times on this show and I really, in this moment currently, I'm not really drinking. I really am in a space where I was in 2020 through 2021, literally, no joke, drinking every single day. And when I say drinking, I don't mean just like, a couple glasses of wine. I mean like drinking to get drunk every single day. And I know that that's a very unhealthy behavior. But when I consciously made the decision about a year ago to just cut that out, I'm very proud to say and report that I have been able to do just that. And it has contributed so much to the positive like outcomes of like the success of this show, for example, because when I record with a much more clear head, the shit's just better. It's, it's, reaching people more. It's more entertaining. And I just, I can't for one more moment sit in the recording studio and just be like, oh, all right, I'm hungover as fuck. Let's just fucking record that shit and get it over with. Like, I don't want to feel like that anymore. I actually want to enjoy recording this show. And so for that reason, I'm just cutting out the alcohol. And I have been doing a really great job, but guys, I'm not going to lie. I do occasionally like fall off the wagon and go on these little binges. And truth be told, the week of Christmas leading into New Year's, I did just that where I was literally drinking like every single like day. Again, I was drunk every single day again. And why did I put myself through that? And it's like I sit there and I lay in bed the next morning and I'm asking myself, why? What did I get out of that? I literally would get drunk, go hang out with friends, go home and pass out. So why did I do it? What was the point of feeling that buzz? Even if I didn't do anything with friends, even if I just came home and put like Netflix on, for example, 
But what was the point of getting drunk for that show? Now I have to rewatch it again because I don't even know what happened. <laughs> it's just this toxic on-again, off-again relationship with alcohol that I really just have to nip in the butt because at the end of all of it, you guys, I feel so shame and regret-filled the next day. And I don't want to feel like that any fucking more. Not to mention the fact that I, I tend to blow off guys I'm dating. I tend to blow off, like, friends, response to texts. Like, I just... I just blow the whole world off just to sit in my room, drink a bottle of wine and pass out. And there's, that's just got to end. It's just really got to fucking end. I also feel like this year I need to add to my 2023 gay vision board that I need to drink a lot more fucking water because I'm just, I'm really not doing that as much as I should be. And that's just something it's, I, for my physical and mental health, I need to just implement in my life just because. So another thing that I'm adding to my 2023 gay vision board is I'm making a New Year's resolution of doing show interviews. You guys, people ask me constantly why I don't interview people on this show. Honestly, the premise of this show really is just to expose my life in only a way that I can tell it. But why not? There are no rules to this show. Interviews are actually in the works, you guys. I've got a few lined up. I'm actually really fucking excited for you to hear them. And my best girlfriend, we're, that's probably going to be the first one. And we've already gone over the stuff that we're going to talk about. And I am here to tell you, you're not going to want to miss that shit. Because when I say two peas in a pod, that, that doesn't even tip the surface of how she and I are. <laughs> like, we just make each other laugh. So I, I promise you, it will be something that you just have to to listen to. So I've been kind of harassed by a person who's sort of helping me out in like promotional materials for the show. He's telling me that I need to work on my social media presence a little bit more. Now you guys listen, social media to me is more like a chore these days because pretty much all I ever post or promote is like really just for the show and to promote the show. And it's been successful and it's been working well, I have to say, but that's really all I post. And that's pretty much it. And honestly, I just been posting like selfies of myself on my personal Instagram page, for example, because like, I don't like really even like post anything that's unrelated to the show. So it's like, I feel like I have to just throw that random selfie in there just so that like my account continues to be engaged and shit. Otherwise I feel like I'm going to lose like people's interest and like then people are going to stop listening to the show it's just that constant back and forth of like what can I do to like keep this show constantly in people's minds and so this friend of mine who's been helping me out with some shit for the show basically told me that if I just basically did videos of myself in my day-to-day life or just took random photos that don't have any fucking thing to do with the show like my Instagram handle is literally a gay in the life of Ronnie And if I just took the gay day in my life of what I'm doing throughout the day and engage my audience just a little bit more, he promises me that that will actually contribute to all the promotional material. And then people might not get so annoyed that all I'm posting is promotional shit for the show. And that honestly, it's good advice, I have to say. So I have to just like, I know it's a lot of work, but I do actually have to 
do a little bit more of that in my life. So I, I want to try to start doing for 2023 a little bit more cross prom- promotion. There's a few gay podcasters that I kind of grew in with when I started my show at the beginning. And, you know, I had been approached to do like interviews with them and cross promote and et cetera. And you know what? I think it's just time. I need to start cross promoting my show. Why not bring other gay podcasters into the mix? Why not promote their shit on my show and vice versa? Why not get on their show and promote my shit on their show? I just really need to just, I guess, podcast relatedly be more social in regards to like this show and just moving forward and just growing my brand and just getting that shit taken care of. I have a couple of projects that are in the books that I've been working on for a while, but I've just decided to add these to my 2023 gay vision board because bossy power bottom wear was something that I had envisioned way before it actually launched And I don't really want to take so much time doing that anymore because I start to like announce it on the show and then it just like never happens. And then people start asking like, what's going on with that? Is that happening? What happened? I thought you said this, that and whatever. And and then I just feel pressured and it's not like I want to do it like organically. So I just really decided that I'm going to set these projects that I've already locked down and I'm just going to work on them and I'm not going to talk about them until they are about to drop But I'm working on a YouTube comedy channel, which since I'm, you know, talking about it now, now it's going to have to fucking drop soon on top of the fact that I keep being told I have to post on TikTok. And you guys, posting videos on TikTok is a lot of fucking work. But I, you know what? I'm, I'm like committing to it. I have to do it. I have to like contribute that specific format to my show. It has to be a fucking thing. And that's it. And you guys, my book, I've been working on my fucking book for longer than I care to admit. But you know what? I've decided this year it is going on my 2023 Gay Vision board to finish it and publish it. And it'll be there out in the world for all of you to read. And I'm so fucking excited about so much about the book, you guys, that I can't even put into words. So that's really it for me, you guys. You know, I have to get my shit together, get in better shape, fix my teeth, get my eyes fixed Start putting that gym implementation into my running regimen because that's something that I just really need to fucking focus on. I haven't been to the gym in years and I just need to bite the bullet, pay the fees, start fucking getting some fucking muscle and pairing that with my running, eating more healthy, drinking more water, drinking far less alcohol, start doing some interviews and cross-promotional situations be a little bit more socially present on social media and really just work on my outstanding projects that I've been working on, but just really get them out there and in the world. But you guys, I want to leave you with this. The one fucking thing that I'm really adamant about putting on my gay vision board for 2023 and so much more excited to do than any of the other projects, aspects, things I need to fix, etc really just is the HIV AIDS activism that I need to implement into my life. And you, you know, I have a few ideas. I don't really want to talk about them just yet, but all of that shit needs to come full circle this year. And I'm working really hard to become the loudest and most outspoken HIV AIDS 
advocate of all time. Like, it's just fucking time, you guys, for people to have those uncomfortable conversations about HIV and AIDS all over this fucking country and all over the world. And I am going to be that bitch that will do just that in 2023. And you guys, listen, here's the thing. All of these things combined, I will feel so much mentally healthier about myself than I ever had in my life. All of that shit that built all of these bad habits and things that I put off from 2020 up to this moment in 2023 will all be followed by the wayside if I just focus on my 2023 gay vision board and just move forward with new year, new Ronnie. we learned today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender. And questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> well, I, you know, honestly, I learned a whole fucking hell of a lot, you guys, in the last few years. And really, I'm so thankful that I'm sitting here in this moment as we segue into 2023 in regards to creating my very own 2023 gay vision board and now know some of the detrimental things that I've been clinging on to ever since 2020 and the freedom of understanding that these are the things that I need to change to move on and creating those to be my very own New Year's resolutions is so fulfilling and rewarding. And you guys, I sit here and attest to you out loud and proud to the world that you could rest assured I will be moving forward with all of these things throughout the entire fucking year. And I will report back this time next year with the results. <laughs> and if you feel like you're clinging on to any of those bad habits that you may have like brought to yourself from the lockdown COVID 2020 era, and you really feel like maybe now you're realizing that it's time for you to make a change as well, just do it for yourself. Find any New Year's resolution that you can implement in your life and just stick with it. There's nothing better than realizing that you have shit to fix in your life and actually putting that plan into action. And honestly, I just want to hear from you, the listeners. What do you think? What are your New Year's resolutions this year? Or I mean, what's on your 2023 gay vision board for this year? <laughs> Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline and tell me all about it at 415-501-0401. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the show website at mygayexposepodcast.com. And also, one last thing, don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose Podcast family, the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear, that is now officially live on ronniewashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, washburn.com. 
And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gag. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will fully fulfill all of my New Year's resolutions next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.